Hey guys, it's Tara. I'm Zoe. I'm Lindsay, and this is the Rupee Ramble. We chose our poet because she's very influential and a modern voice of feminism. She's very relatable to all of us in different ways. This is our very first podcast together, so make sure you like and subscribe. Today we're going to be talking about Rupee Carr. She was born on October 4th, 1992, and is a number one New York Times bestselling author and illustrator of two collections of poetry. Only 24 and is from India, she studied rhetoric and professional writing at the University of Waterloo. Throughout high school, she shared her writing anonymously on social media. She started out by writing poems for friends on their birthdays or to her crushes in middle school. She won an essay and speech competition in seventh grade. She published books in high school and still does now. She made a Tumblr account. She shared poems on Instagram. She published Milk and Honey in 2014. She said at one point she wasn't physically strong enough to defend herself. In one interview, she explained that writing became her weapon. It became her tool of intellect. She also said that injustice was her first inspiration, suffering was her second, and love was her last. Pretty much everything inspires this girl to write. Poetry is meant for the accessible, and this is what Ruby Carr preaches for her brand of work. Her main objective is to have art accessible to every person by fusing the modern world of social media with the old world of poetry. She addresses issues of rape, politics, refugees, and sexuality in her poetry. She is like most poets in the way that they know how to communicate with their audience, but um, also with the modern world of campaigning her words through social media. Rupi Carr's biggest theme in her writing is femininity. Through the feminist theory lens, Carr uses the point of view of depression, abuse, and heartbreak. She often shows her dislike towards men, but praises women and what they go through, and using that to push forward. (laughs) It's clear that she's been through a lot and expresses through her poems and books. She always talks about family life and things that have happened to her through her poems. She's had lots of loss and heartbreak, which gives a morbid kind of depressing mood to her poems, but also a contrasting effect at the same time. She definitely uses the 21st century to her advantage by first publishing her poems on Instagram where millions can see, especially targeting young women. Her poems can also be evaluated using the reader's response lens. This is the feeling readers have after they finish her writing. This poem leaves people with a message on how to treat people better and what comments and compliments actually have a good impact on the receiver. One specific poem that I think best represents an overview of her work is this. I want to apologize to all the women I have called beautiful before I've called them intelligent or brave. I'm sorry I made it sound as though something as simple simple as what you were born with is all you have to be proud of. When you have broken mountains with your wit, from now on I will say things like you are resilient or you're extraordinary. Not because I don't think you're beautiful, but because I need you to know that you are more than that. I really like that poem too, and I think it um, especially targets like women in our generation. I feel as though now, like women are judged solely based on like what they look like from the outside, and not many appreciate what's truly on the inside. She apologizes, calling them pretty, before she gets to know who they really are, and she encourages those around her to look deeper into people and value them for the person they are, not just their looks. She will now compliment people based on their character and on their looks after. In Milk and Honey, the book shows the process of self-healing from beginning to end. The title of the book, Milk and Honey, actually represents a healing recipe derived from India, where she was from. We're living in the 21st century, a world in which phones are in every pocket. People are now primarily viewing media on their phones instead of their televisions. 
Just 25, she understands that even if print books are making a comeback, her generation lives on social media, and that has an effect on how they read and understand. Her poetry reflects this. It's often said that she really publishes on her Instagram account, which is where most of her work appears. She discusses feminism on a multicultural and racial level, along with the hardships women face all over the world through her writing. Within her poetry, she gracefully vocalizes the beauty of the female. Currently living in Canada, raised as an immigrant from India, Carr has experienced the prevalent separation of a predominantly male-dictated society and utilizes such struggles in order to advocate towards women and young girls, recognizing their own strength while projecting the notion of equality for all in her poems. Women have been stereotyped for centuries. We are supposed to be a certain way, react in a certain way, and lead our lives in a certain way, a way that society approves of. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss another show again by clicking subscribe now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Hey, what do you think the best compliment you could ever receive is? A compliment probably based on something like on my character, like you're intelligent or you're thoughtful. How about you? I agree. I mean, either way, it's nice, but the other is very surface level and the other is much more meaningful. I like when people compliment me on my looks because that's what my parents gave me. On a side note, like, I'm sick of everybody, like, talking crap about Rupi Carr. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, how do you hate someone like Rupi Carr? Her intentions are amazing. Like, <laughs> that post that she posted that she was um, in her bed and she had, like, a blood stain on the bed. Like, the comments in those were just, like... It's like, like no, that she's happened. still living her life. Like, I don't understand how people can... Like, she's a woman, that happens. <laughs> and, like, women in the comments mostly understand it, but, like, the men... Some men, like, are even, supportive, but others just, like, are saying how it's gross, and she, like... Even some up. women, too, are saying, like, you shouldn't be posting this on social media. Like, what's, what's wrong with posting on social media? Like, it happens to all females and i think like it's cool that she does post that though because like influence influential to other females like and being like yeah like i can be comfortable in my own skin yeah and, and like, also feel like confident in posting other things this shows like media. her main theme of like how she's trying to advocate for like feminism and showing women that it's okay to like be a woman in today's society and don't let like males overpower you or even like the inf- like influencing People, like, influencing your decisions and, like, how you act and stuff. I agree. Yeah. Um. Um, on another note, I think this is another great poem that really speaks to women in this generation. What is the greatest lesson a woman should learn? That since day one, she's already had everything she needs within herself. It's the world that convinced her she did not. Wait, I love this poem. Because I hate how people continue to bring women down. I agree, but sometimes, like, I feel like people always try to set me back or tell me that my path isn't right. Um, But there's, like, no path to life. Life is about figuring out where you belong, and the only thing you can do is have confidence within yourself. If you're happy with your life, nobody else can bring that you down. Wow, that's deep. Thanks for joining us this week on the Rupee Ramble. Make sure to visit our website, therupeeramble.com, where you can subscribe <laughs> to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or VRSS, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you find value in this, sh- this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or, or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out, too. Thank you Thanks for, for listening, listening to the Rupee Ramble. Lindsay!
<laughs> We're gonna close the show with one last meaningful Ruby Car poem. The next time he points out the hair on your legs is growing back, remind him that boy, your body is not his home. He is a guest. Warn him to never outstep his welcome again. I said, I said stop. <laughs> I said, I can't do it. I said, stop. <laughs>